my name is Amanda Page Cornett. I'm a recording artist in Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome to What's Your Birthday and What Does It Mean? We're sisters Donna Bernard and Jerry Isaacs from DearWiseWoman.com. Explore life's dynamics from their unique point of view based on the day you were born. Sponsored by NashvilleGuitarGuru.com. It's always fun, never disappoints. It's always in the cards. We're here with Dr. John Bird. B-U-R-D, Dr. John Bird. Right, he's a sponsor from Lysolin. L-Y-S-U-L-I-N, Lysolin. Oh, Donna, spelling marathon. I'm going to make you do it. You're going to no. have to spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. How on earth do I remember that? Well, you know what? It, we grew up watching Mary Poppins and think of the irony of a spoonful of sugar <laughs> helps the medicine go down. Oh, were we, were we taught wrong from such an early age? That's very true. Well, we're lucky right now because we have Dr. Bird coming from San Diego, California, and I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, and Donna is in New Jersey. So we have all time zones represented today. Absolutely. The way we always start our calls um, is the day you were born sets your personality traits. And that, that's how we learn about the people that are in our lives and then the other people that surround them. So, Jerry, let's talk about Dr. Bird's cards. What is he? Well, he's got the, those double seven of clubs and a jack of clubs. So he's all clubs. So he's all brains. Smart. I mean, that's what the clubs are about. It's all about <clears throat> education and learning and your brain power, mental power. And the seven of clubs is a little unique in a lot of ways. So I got to ask you, Dr. Bird, when you were younger, was there any pessimism in your life? Did you feel a little pessimistic or not? Well, yeah, when I was really young. I mean, when I was, there's an interesting story when I was born. <clears throat> I, it turns out I was a pretty heavy baby. And uh, I also had a big head. My head was large. And I was cross-eyed. And my grandmother came into the hospital. And she looked at me and she looked at my mother and she looked to my mother and said, that baby's not right. Oh, so, no. Anyway, I was a little cross-eyed baby. So I had a couple eye surgeries and when I was a kid and uh, was able to pretty much compensate for my cross-eyedness. But that was, uh, you know, I was always a, wore glasses and I wasn't all that athletic. So, okay. And uh, so it you was were... pretty much an... an uh, you know, a normal childhood. I was the second of five kids in the family. I have uh, three brothers and a sister and myself. So, Well, the seven of clubs usually has some challenges in their childhood. And oftentimes it's a little pessimistic, but they when they once they overcome them, they have the ability to do really great things. And make a lot of money if they're if they understand the way money is made because money flows in and out of our lives and it's got to be like an open channel and it's also got to be something that is when that you're doing it you're doing it for um, for everyone not it, not for your own benefit 
You know, it's something that is spiritual. And we don't mean religious, but when I see spiritual, I mean coming from, you know, to help humanity, basically. And that's what a seven of clubs, and you got that double. And um, we also know you have the same birthday as Bill Clinton, right? You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you've got that in common with him. And then you have a jack of clubs, which is the uh, club of financial creativity. So you've got a lot of, of great mind power there. And it, it actually, it is true that the seven of clubs, of seven of clubs, there are scientists. And I know you're a scientist and I'm not just saying that because I know you're a scientist, but it's very science related. So were you always interested in the sciences? No, not particularly, actually. I, I wasn't that much of a, a great student. And uh, I've got a story about how I became a biochemist, which is what I have degrees in. And when I uh, was in high school, I was actually not figuring on going to college, but I figured I'd get a job at International Harvester, one of the factories in Fort Wayne, Indiana, where I was born. But uh, it turns out Indiana and Purdue were building a regional campus uh, in Fort Wayne, IUPU Fort Wayne. And everybody in high school, when I was a senior, was talking about going out there for to go to college. I thought, oh, I might as well go. What the heck? So you had to take an SAT in some advanced subject. So I just I had taken one chemistry course. So I decided I'd do chemistry. Well, I took that SAT test, and I didn't study for it, of course. And I had no idea what was on that test. It was like all Greek. So I went out to register at IUPU, and they said, what do you want to major in? I said, well, I guess chemistry. And they said, well, sorry, your SAT score is too low. You can't do that. And I said, well, how about biochemistry? And uh, they said, okay. Turns out biochemistry is in the School of Agriculture at uh, Purdue, whereas uh, chemistry is in the School of Science, and they're more ri rigorous there. So that's how I became a biochemist, and I'm so happy about it because chemists basically – all they do is figure out how to make more stuff out of oil. But biochemistry is all about life and health. And uh, it's been so rewarding. I mean, I just am so happy that I, I didn't become a chemist when I became a biochemist. So, And actually, if you want to know my story, I've actually published a book about the natural solution to the diabetes epidemic, the discovery of lysolin. That's available on Amazon, and it talks about my my background and how I came to uh, came about uh, the discovery of Lysolin. You know, well, that, that is really interesting. And, you know, probably, you know, we, we use the cards and I we work with young families trying to help their children. And you were probably bored in school. And, you know, if, if you're not at your ability, you just lose interest. So, yeah. so luckily you found your path back and you found the way to have a fulfilling life. Yeah, You must have done well in biochemistry, right? Yeah, I did. And I, you know, I went, uh, I have a bachelor's degree from Purdue and then I went to the University of Wisconsin where I have a master's and PhD in biochemistry. And I love doing science and doing experiments. And so. That's uh, it's been really satisfying. That's for sure. I'm so you, grateful that it worked out were, like it did. 
you weren't challenged enough when you were younger. That's and that's the story. That's really how we see those cards. Whenever we see a child with a lot of clubs, we always tell them parents make sure they're challenged because if they're not, they're just going to be bored. And they, you know, yeah. sometimes when you're bored, you just think you're, you know, you're not smart. But certainly that's not true with you. So. And we guide people to learn to your ability, not to your age level. So I think we've we've made an impact on many uh, young lives so far. But Dr. Bird, you're you're proof that you find your way. So we're really happy that you did that. Well, I'm really yes. happy because you've made a great contribution to to society. So and that to is life. part of what you do, right? So should we talk really about should we talk about his? Uh, Lovely Rose, your wife? Yeah, because everyone, we, we love to talk about the relationship dynamics and who, who are, who's in Dr. Bird's heart. And it's certainly his Rose, his wife, and then his brother, Charlie. So let's start with Rose. So Rose is an ace of spades, a nine of spades, and a seven of diamonds. And those are interesting cards. Now, an ace of spades person is can be very highly ambitious, um, but they can be somewhat secretive sometimes. They don't always like to show people who they really are in the beginning. They maybe, you know, hold themselves back a little, but they're 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 very unique. I, is, is she into like spirituality at all? Is, is she into anything with like astrology type things? No, not not that I know of. Okay, because sometimes not that he that, knows of. Not that he knows of. Well, sometimes that card, the Ace of Spades, indicates someone who is very highly intuitive. Now she might be highly intuitive. That might be something that that she is, and you would know that. Um, and the 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 Nine of Spades is just someone who has. It, it's a it's someone who's really almost graduated through all the different cards, the lower levels. And it's a, it's a, it's an ending and a beginning in the same time. So she's in a lot of ways an old soul. Is she very, she should be very wise. Is she a wise well, person? Really, oh yeah. She's, she's really unique. Uh, she's an incredibly hard worker and she sells real estate and, you know, it's amazing to me how she can put up with all the foolishness that goes on in real estate transactions because, you know, people are always complaining about this, that, and the other. And if it was me, I'd just say, yeah, forget about it. What are you doing? You know? And she's like, oh, okay, no problem. We'll take care of that. We can fix that. No problem. Everything with her is no problem. So, so now uh, her third card is really the Seven of Diamonds, which, is, which makes her like funny because it makes her unique. Which is the word that you yep. just used, <laughs> but unique in in a lot of different ways. But one of them is: does she do really well with her real estate business? Yeah, she's really done well. She's actually this last year she was like number two in her uh, group work uh, in Southern California here. So wow. yeah, she works hard, and it 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 it, it's, it gets the rewards from that hard work. So yeah, well. Seven of Diamonds people have the ability also, just like the Seven of Clubs, to make a lot of money. Seven of Diamonds is often called the millionaire's card. So she's yeah. got that card to 
but and the two of you have seven. So I mean, I can see how you how you get along. Um, and I think that that you needed someone who was intelligent and who worked hard, who who was ambitious. I'm not sure if you would have liked someone like me who might lay around eating bonbons. I'm only <laughs> kidding. You don't do that. You don't I'm do only that. Kidding. That was just what number <laughs> husband number one said. <laughs> but anyway, that's the rose sounds like a great, a great fit for you. Um, then we're gonna look at Charlie. So Charlie, he's really unusual because his that birthday that he has is not that many people have that card, which is a queen of spades, which is a it's basically a self-mastery card. In a second, you'll tell me what he does, but he should be able to, to do a lot of different things. Um, he also has a king of clubs, which should make him very smart. And the two of you should have been able to be really close between your jack of clubs and his king of clubs. Then he has a nine of diamonds, which makes him very generous. So, I mean, what, what does Charlie do? Well, he actually ended up doing what I thought I would do, which was he ended up with a job at International Harvester. And he worked there for several years, then he got laid off. And he was unemployed for quite a few years, but he decided to go back and get a degree in nursing. So he went back to school and he became a nurse. So he's, you know, the second half of his life, he basically helped people through his nursing career. And he's wow. now pretty much retired from that. So he's older to, he's a few years older than I am. So he's about 80 sure. years old now. So Wow. Well, but that King of Clubs and the Queen of, uh, Queen of Spades, King, King of Clubs. Yeah, he was Tom? probably a fabulous nurse. You know, it's funny. He yeah, shared. I, I suspect so. What? Yeah, he's a great guy. I mean, I've I've always really looked up to him and, you know, respected respected him and what he's done. Uh, yeah, he's, been, he's fabulous. You know, it's funny that we have our, our nephew shares the same cards. And he's, well, as he's now matured, he is a fabulous person. He could do anything he puts his mind to. And, uh, yeah, I could see you. Were you always close growing up? Because you said you had five, they're five siblings. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. You know, he was older than I was, so. You know, there's always that separation of he was with his friends who were older than me, and I was with my friends who were younger than him. So, but uh, yeah, we we you know he always had great cars. That's what I remember about when I was a kid. That he always had these fabulous cars that he would customize, and he had a GTO and Pontiac convertible that he let me use for my senior prom and stuff. So, yeah, he was always really good to me. Well, send him our best. He's uh, he's quite the man, especially when there's five yeah. kids. Like, you know, there's probably two or three, you know, the, the who's close with who because five kids, you can't all be close or I guess yeah. you have your favorites. Yeah. But that that's that's interesting. How did you end up in California? Because I know you said you, you started in Indiana. Here's the job. Basically, I was working for Miles Laboratories, which is Bayer part of Bayer and Bayer was the first Miles Laboratory was the first company that had products for home testing for people that had blood sugar management problems. So 
I knew all about that business. So, uh, and then I got a call from California in uh, 83, I guess it was, that a friend of mine who had worked at Miles Bayer had gone to California and had joined a startup company there and they were looking for a VP of R&D. And so I, I uh, convinced Rose to join me to go to California and, and uh, join that company. And it had a home allergy testing system. And I worked there for a few years and then I came south to San Diego. That was up in the Bay Area in Mountain View, California. And I, I came down to San Diego in 80, when was that, 87 or so about then. And then uh, I've been here ever since. I worked for a little company called Poidel that had products for the home. They had pregnancy and ovulations and strep throat tests. And they also had tests for the doctor's office and clinical lab. And then uh, I did, I, in 90, I started out on my own uh, with my first venture and it was called LXN. Again, it was a product, a product was for people who had blood sugar management problems and that was eventually sold to johnson and johnson and then i started dexcom in 2000 and that's just been a huge success yeah i was talking about that earlier that that's how we met because you've changed our lives because my husband obviously he's waiting you know he's been using dexcom for many years to monitor his blood sugar because it was Hard to imagine that you could take insulin and not know what your blood sugar was. So, yeah. and, the, and sticking your fingers a pain. I mean, nobody likes to do it. And with the Dexcom system, you don't need to prick your finger. It just automatically sends your glucose continuously to your cell phone. So you always know what your glucose is. And it has alarms. If you get high or too low, it lets you know. Can't beat it. it the greatest thing i i i thank you for that because uh, yeah. that certainly made a, a big difference in so many lives but you know tell us about so we, we know about the young john bird tell us about what you're doing now because we well, did say you john are our sponsor at lysolin but do share with us the journey maybe some of when you left Dex, how you transitioned out of De out of Dexcom and for your next stage in life, for your next uh, yeah, I, challenge. Yeah, I basically uh, I left Dexcom before it went public, and I was on the board of a couple small companies and trying to help them grow and become successful. I had a bad motorcycle accident in 2009 that left me in a coma for a month, and I broke my my pelvis. So I was in a wheelchair, and so I was like into forced retirement for a few years from 2009 to like 2014, where I just basically, it was like forced retirement, which I absolutely hated. But I got busy in 2016 and 17 and 18, and I started uh, Lysolin. That's the, actually, it turns out I got an email from co-founder of Dexcom, he's a, a nephrologist, and I was uh, working on some products for people with chronic kidney disease and dialysis. And whenever I would send these ideas to the dialysis clinics or to this nephrologist, I always get the same response, which is, no, it won't get reimbursed and everything's fine with dialysis. Well, what I learned was 
those dialysis centers don't have any interest in the health of their customers. So all they want to do is drive more people into the dialysis clinics because it, they get paid a hundred thousand dollars a year for every one of them. And it's like, it's tragic because I think that, you know, I've actually got a patent on Lysolin that says that it could theoretically slow or reverse chronic kidney disease. I don't have any proof, but I have a theory and a patent on it. So hopefully one of these days I'll get somebody interested enough to fund those studies to show that it can help people with chronic kidney disease. There's animal models that show that it would do that, that it would work, but uh, that's not a human study. So anyway, this, uh, this doctor, this nephrologist sent me an email, said, quit messing around and dial and kidney products. Work on something important like glucose toxicity, which I had never heard of before. But I now I'm an expert in it because I, I researched it and learned about it. And glucose, we all need glucose for our energy requirements is what allows us to function, our brains to function and our muscles to work. But it also is, is toxic. It's, it's a reactive chemical. It's like cyanide in your bloodstream. It reacts with every protein in your body, in your eyes, your nerve endings, your kidneys, your blood vessels. And when it, glucose reacts with these proteins, it glycates them. And lysolin stops that reaction. And we've got proof that it does that. So and when I came up with the formulation... I filed some patents in 2017 and got the product made and launched it in 2018. And when I launched it, I really didn't know how well it was going to work because it was all just basically theory from published science. And I just been thrilled with how well it works. And so we have Lysolin now is available in capsules, tablets, a liquid, a once a day powder and then the meal. Uh, shakes, chocolate, vanilla that you and Donna like. And uh, so that's basically how the company has managed to to grow. And every year we keep looking for more customers. And I also look for investors because I basically have been funding Leishland and another company that we may or may not have time to talk about, Wonder Spray, and keeping these two companies going on my own nickel Oh, I'm about to run out of nickels, so I'm really hopeful that someday I'll find some investors to help me keep the company going and helping more people to better health. Well, it is a chat. It's a challenge to get into the supply chain and to get distribution, as we found, um, because it is always about the money and interrupting. You know, I always felt that there was more money in. Um, you know, the, keeping people sick, keeping people sick. Then. Yeah, yeah. If you look around, it's like the United States is full of people who are obese, have glucose management problems, uh, hooked on multiple prescription drugs and still sick. That's the thing. All these drugs don't cure. They just treat the symptom. But Lysolin actually is directed towards the cause of insulin resistance and high blood sugar. So. It's a unique product and it works great. It doesn't work for absolutely everyone, but it works for the vast majority of people who use it. And you'll know in a month because we also have a a home test for A1C, which uh, is what, if you go to the doctor's office, he'll draw a blood sample, but you can do this with a finger stick right in your own home and it takes five minutes and you know what your A1C is. 
And if you do your A1C before you start, and then uh, a, a month later, test your A1C again, you'll know if it's helped you or not. And you want to get your A1C down in what's called the 5% range. If it's above well, seven, that, that's a problem. And, and, you know, it's important because a lot of people, you know, you go to your doctors and they just say, you have your blood work and they go, oh, you're fine. See you in six months. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. You know, now I, I actually have my blood work taken before I go to the doctor because the point of going to the doctor is to talk about your health. He doesn't know anything unless he looks at your blood work. And, uh, you know, my, when I started talking to you also, my A1, people don't ask what the number is. So my, I was always like 5.3, 5.5. And all of a sudden it was up to six, 6.0. And I was like, oh my God. Like, and the doctor's like, oh, it's fine. And I'm like, no, it's not. And, uh, yeah. You know, because they just want to get you like in another month or two on to, you know, pill. So that's when I started, um, you know, taking the the light. Well, I'm in love with the Lysolin shake because I love the powder because, you know, everyone you're supposed to start your day with breakfast. But you don't know what to eat on the on the run. I'm always busy. Like it's like grab a bagel, grab a muffin, grab all the things that are bad for you. And who has time to sit down and have oatmeal every day? So since yep. then, I've, I have a Lysolin shake every single morning. Um, and my A1C reversed down to 5.6. And That's great. And it's funny because in the afternoon, I like having a shake because it's better than going for ice cream cone or something sweet in the afternoon. I had made earlier, but now it's a little melted. Um, with ice and, uh, you know, I put it in the blender. I bring sometimes like a, just a little jar of the powder because you can't always have the whole bottle. And then I put different things in it and I blend it and it's, it's a great afternoon snack and it's That's fulfilling. Great. So I'm a fan of Lysolin, yep. dot com. Okay, everyone, we're back with Donna and with Dr. Bird. So where are we going, Donna? Well, thanks, Jerry. You know, as I mentioned, I, I, I love the Lysolin powder every morning. I have either the chocolate or vanilla, and I welcome everyone to either visit their website, lysulin.com, or you can go to Dear Wise Women, and we have a direct link into the, the Lysolin site. So. If you remember Dear Wise Women or you're reading our stories, um, then you could just simply link on to Lysolin. But, you know, I, I it's made a difference in my life on what I have for breakfast and what I have as a snack. Um, because if all these diets work, we'd all be skinny and not have any more <laughs> weight loss, right? It's like, how could you be in a weight loss program and lose hundreds of pounds because you seesaw, right? So I really... <laughs> 
have been consistent now with the Lysol and Shake for I think about almost a year and a half, if not longer. But also, we I use the Wonder Spray, and I want Dr. Bird to talk about Wonder Spray because part of diabetes is wound care. Because when I think back to when Peter, my husband, first got diabetes, before they knew it, it, it was it was earlier. He his uh. He wasn't healing well. He had like something on his foot. It did not heal. I don't know if you remember that, Jerry, but the doctor didn't think anything was wrong with his blood sugars because he was healthy and active and everything. But there was signs in not healing. And truthfully, it was like a little cut on his foot. I wish I had wonder spray because now when I have anything on my, my skin, I spray wonder spray. So, Dr. Bird, talk to us a little bit about Wonder Spray. Wait, 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 wait Donna. Was that before yeah. before he came that he yeah, had before. diabetes? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, like like when he was. Um, it was probably a couple of years before. Wow. And he was probably controlling his blood sugars with because he was very athletic and always doing something. And he, it wasn't until we moved up to Old Japan that he was playing softball of baseball, whatever softball, you know, they all have to play like they're young. And he went back on a ball and he tore his hamstring muscle or he strained his hamstring muscle. And that was like, that was right before we went to the wedding where he lost all the weight. Cause he was, he was eating ice cream. All the time. Ice cream. That's what I remember. He would yell at me, why isn't there ice cream in the house? Why are why is it there what the, the the donut rings, whatever the coffee? Like I'm like, why would I have that? And then that's when they diagnosed him. But it was after that accident that he lost a lot of weight. And we had no idea at the time what the symptoms were. And he was just 40, very active, athletic, and type one. They they didn't, it was it was shocking. I, so I, I also I, as far as one spray for burns. It's a great, great healer for burns. I have had, it's incredible. I don't even get a, I get a lot of burns because <laughs> I'm, I'm clumsy when I, when I cook and I use the wonder spray and then I don't get even scars. So I, I find yeah. it incredible. So tell us what makes wonder spray such a wonderful product. Yeah, it is incredible. And actually I got, uh, I introduced to it by when I, I lost Lysolin. Uh, I went to LinkedIn and started talking to people on LinkedIn. Anybody that had something to do with blood sugar control, I would contact them. And one of the guys I met there was a podiatrist, Dr. Mark Hankus. And Dr. Hankus uh, told, you know, obviously saw a lot of people with blood sugar management problems because they have wounds that don't heal on their feet and so on, which if not treated are not fixed. Can lead to amputations and everything. It's really terrible. So anyway, he said he had this product called the Ultra Myth, which was a, a little handheld gun that used ultrasound to uh, produce a mist of saline that he would spray into the wound. And from my graduate school days, I knew that you could kill bacteria with ultrasound. So I called the, the guy, the company, and said, how much does one of your ultrasound machines cost? And he said, $30,000. And I thought, oh, holy moly, no wonder nobody knows about it. Why don't we develop a lower cost 
version of that product and you can manufacture it and I'll sell it. And he said, no, I'm not interested in that at all. So I went to Alibaba and looked for a ultra uh, mist like nebulizer that would use ultrasound to generate a mist of saline. And I found one and I bought a few of them and I bought, uh, I sent it to a lab in Burbank that tests for bacteria, killing of bacteria with various products. And uh, two weeks after I sent them the little nebulizers and they tried it with saline to kill bacteria, I got some bad news and some good news. The bad news was that the ultrasound that is used for these little nebulizers is too weak. It doesn't kill bacteria. The good news was the same day I got an email from a wound healing organization I belong to that introduced me to hypochlorous acid, H-O-C-L. And I like to call it just hypochlorous because it's really not a, a strong acid. It's a very weak. And so I ordered some of that from a company that manufactures it here in the United States. They sent it to me and I sent it to this lab in Burbank. And I said, test it against the bacteria that causes strep throat and bacterial uh, pneumonia. And a week later, they sent me back the results and said, well, 15 seconds killed, totally killed both bacteria. And I thought, holy moly, wow. that's amazing. So I asked the company if they'd be interested in allowing me to sell the product under my own brand name. They said, sure. So uh, initially, we just called it Wonder Spray. We now call it Dr. Bird's Wonder Spray, multi-purpose solution. And it's available in eight ounce and a two ounce size. And this is that little nebulizer that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. And basically yes. you can put uh, Wonder Spray in the top. And if you just push this button, it puts out a mist of mm -hmm. Wonder Spray. So you can use it on your skin, but you can also breathe it in, use it. It into your lungs and, and your throat because it's, it's not only good for wound healing and there are products that have hypochlorous that are FDA cleared for wound healing. And the reason wounds don't heal and people that have blood sugar problems is because their circulation is so poor that their normal blood or uh, normal uh, wound healing doesn't happen. And they get germs growing in the wound bit. And the Wonder Spray kills all germs, bacteria, virus, yeast, mold, and fungus. And it's on the EPA list. It even kills COVID-19 and HIV and you name it, it'll kill it. And uh, But it's totally safe and non-toxic. You can spray it in your eyes, your nose, your throat, your ears. And Rose occasionally gets these pink eye sort of things on her eye. She sprays it right on there. And the next day it's gone. And if you have a sore throat, spray it in your throat. Your throat will immediately feel better. It's a pain reliever and it will kill whatever's trying to make you sick. It's also an incredible deodorizer. So if you have pets or kids that stink, you can uh, spray spray them with Wonder Spray and get rid of any odors. Really, uh, that I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, smelly so dog. We actually, we actually have a little postcard, which uh, I don't know how well you can read this, but I can see it. It's, just, I can see it. it, it's used for any skin problem. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, I see. And, and, yeah, and again, al it's al allergies, eye irritation, dentist. If you go to the dentist, I recommend you take Wonder Spray because after routine dental procedures, you can spray Wonder Spray 
right, uh, in your teeth and gums, or you can take a little swig of it, like Listerine, and swish it around between your teeth oh. and gums. It will get rid of any pain, and it will also prevent you from getting an infection. And a lot of people get infections after dental procedures that can lead to sepsis and yeah. lots of big problems. So, but again, convincing people to get it and try it is education, and it's so hard to educate people on. And this isn't a new chemical. I mean, it was discovered in the 1800s and used on the war field in World War One for wound healing and stuff. But uh, the, the, the big breakthrough was the ability to stabilize it. So the manufacturer we use, the product is stable for a year and a half at room temperature. And uh, one of my favorite quotes is from a medical doctor who said that the stabilization of hypochlorous is the biggest medical breakthrough since the discovery of penicillin. Wow. I definitely believe that. So it's just, you know, the good news is it's good for so many things. The bad news is it's good for so many things. People can't believe it until they try it themselves. So I urge people to try it and you'll like it. So, right. And I'm actually happy to give samples too if people contact me at uh, jbird at jfbird.com. I'd be happy to send them samples if they send me their uh, mailing address. And you can also and send a note through Lysolin to you. You answer yeah. the Lysolin um, emails. Yep. I also want to say, Dr. Bird, that it's B-U-R-D, if anyone, just to make sure they know how to spell bird. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> there's well, many true. different ways. <laughs> many ways. Um, but I I thank you. This has been... B-U-R-D. <laughs> this has been a really interesting conversation because I've learned things that I didn't know. And I've known you for a few years now. So it's been... Yeah. It's really been a great discussion. Donna, do you have anything else? Any other no, questions? No, it's always fun talking to Dr. Bird. And I guess <clears throat> since we always talk about the cards, one of my cards is a 10 of clubs. Jerry's a king of clubs. And Dr. Bird, you have all those clubs. So it makes sense that we all enjoy each other's company. Yes. The club. <laughs> well, thank you, Dr. Thank Bird, you. for being here with us and being our sponsor because we love our Lysolin and we recommend it to everyone. And we uh, recommend Wonder Spray. Thank you. Spread the word. Thanks so much. interesting and fun you know it always makes my day when i speak to dr john bird from the first day i spoke to him it's been consistently an interesting conversation he is he's well he's very interesting to 
he surprised me because he told me things I wouldn't have even guessed at. Well, you know what? I think when we started talking about the cards and, you know, when people have an understanding that they have all clubs, it kind of answered probably a lot of questions in his own brain. Had you know, why wasn't I interested in things or how was I able to become a, oh, instead of being a chemist, oh, I'll be a biochemistry. Uh-huh. Like, you know, and being able to do that. Yeah, like I don't think he had a fear of being able to do anything that he put his mind to because he didn't study for that chemistry test. But I think that component of humanity in the biochem was kind of leading him down that path. But it's funny how he said that that was chemistry was part of science, but biochemistry was part of agriculture, which is, I guess I understand somewhat. But it enabled him to, you know, do what he's done his whole path. What he was meant to do, yeah. But Donna, I think he was making a joke when he said, join the club. You know, I I, I didn't realize it at the time, but I'm thinking about join the club because we're all with clubs. So, well, that's his sense of humor. Yes. And, you know, the that that subtle sense of humor and knowing that. I have that ten of club and you were that king of club. And he's got, well, he's got us with the double seven of clubs and Jack, um, whatever that would make. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I'm not a scientist. Neither are you. However, I, you know, I cook. So there's a lot of, of maybe scientific stuff that goes into my cooking. I don't know. Well, I just eat. So (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I do, I do share what I like and what works for me, and and that's why I I wouldn't be drinking this Lysolent shake every day, vanilla or chocolate, and how I make it. I wouldn't be sharing it with people if it wasn't working for me or something that you know I've I've always had shakes and they've never tasted so good. So true, and I enjoy them too. I it's a really the good breakfast or a good snack so but you see jerry we both have that two of spades so mm-hmm. with the friendship card so we would want to share what we like true very true so the two, two of spades is friendship but it also has a health component and well, we want to stay healthy so we want to have our friends stay healthy with us well, yeah, that is true. And, you know, it's interesting when he talked about or we talked about how hard it is to get things into the supply chain. And, you know, when, when I tell people, you know, I or I make my cocktails at the at the pool club, you would think everybody say, oh, where can I get this? And, you know, some people are very motivated and some people go, oh, it's good. And they're like, OK. And, and you just say, why is this so difficult when it's something that's such a simple concept, but that's getting things into the supply chain. It's very difficult. And, you know, we've been talking about the supply chain for a few years now. Oh, yes. Well, we all became aware of supply chain issues during the pandemic. True, but we were talking about it. Well, it was during the pandemic. It's true. I guess that's why we started talking about it. There was no paper towels or no toilet paper. Where's the Charmin? You can't get Charmin. Be happy with them. 
<laughs> what I get you, what's on the store shelf. But yeah, so Lysolin, it's, it's not on the, the shelf yet, really, this, the shake, but you can get it on the website. But I'm trying to get, well, it is in um, some CVS and, and uh, they, they are in some of the other uh, components, like it's in pill form and powder are in some of the Walmarts or CVSs. That's true. But the, I think the best way is to go to the website, to be honest with you, because, you know, anyone who watches Shark Tank, they always recommend the website. Oh, the website. I, there's a coupon, I think, that we have if you put in WISE, W-I-S-E, 20 or something, there's 20% off. They just gave us a coupon code. That's true. So if you're listening to this, use it. Use it wisely. Why twenty? We think that's it. I'm not good on coupons either. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think that people would enjoy it, and we have tips. So if they go on the website and they and they follow, um, they'll get tips. I know it's fun. It's fun. You put together some of your favorite recipes. Yeah. I put together quite a few. I mean, the one was the chocolate peanut butter one. That's my favorite. I well, I can't tell you my favorite. I I like them all. But with okay. that said, that said, yourwisewomen.com. Donna Bernard, thank you for joining us. Jerry Isaacs, peace out.
They're the ones that break your heart You try so hard to understand But you don't know where to start There's a thousand words unspoken They say the camera doesn't lie But in that picture of a man To my history 
sometimes felt loveless Been careless when blessings I thought nothing of it I've cheated, I've stolen And wasted last chances But I found forgiveness Sweet understanding There's detours and dangers Between here and home But I won't be traveling alone I open my eyes I like what I see And I'm not a slave To my history Sure that something lay there just beyond 
Bye. 